0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: And now, this is
0: the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your host,
1: Alex John.
2: We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit of free throws because they're free. I'm Joshua Fisher along with Alexander Tisopoulos and Nikki Snacks-Krida.
1: <laughs>
2: what, what, what? We don't only do the radio, guys. We also do a podcast also called The Charity Stripe. You could find us anywhere you get your podcast. You could join us on Instagram at the.charity.stripe for some awesome fun polls on our Instagram story and interactive goodness and on Twitter at underscore... Charity Stripe underscore game four, NBA finals, goes to the Bucs, 109-103. Both teams have won at home. No road team has won yet. The Suns will have the last laugh. A, do we think this is going to seven? B, can we also – this is not a question, by the way. B is not a question. Whenever a player loses, like a major player, and I said this to you while we were watching the game, everyone's like, oh, all of a sudden, like, James Harden loses with the Rockets. I remember back in the day, you can't win with James Harden. You can't win with so-and-so as your best player. Even if the Bucks lose, can we put to rest that statement for Giannis? Because he's given it all he's got. So maybe it is a question, actually, point B. Can we put that statement to rest?
0: Yeah. I Sure. I mean, I think we – didn't we talk about it last time where we said that this is the best basketball he's been playing? Yeah. This is the best – look what he was able to do today – even without scoring 40 points. Yeah. He was so instrumental at the very end of that game where we've been so critical of him in, in games past in the mm-hmm. playoffs and in the regular season where, you know, there's always been that kind of thing that everyone has said about Giannis where in the last five minutes of the game, he's kind of useless. But yeah. he ends up making the biggest play of the night by blocking that alley oop that DeAndre seemed Aiden. like a
2: wide open two points for them. Yeah. Booker lobbed it to DeAndre Aiden. For yeah, the value part two. And they said no, no dice. Yeah, no Andrew Dice Clay.
0: And then, and then no Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. And no then, Dice Clay. Nice. Nick, out of
2: boy The gyro ball. The, yeah, he went eighteen and three one year. By the way, I don't know for why. the Sox? Yeah, he did. He's good. Anyway, Giannis yeah, the wins don't
3: played. matter in baseball.
2: Not anymore. That was back in the day when. How they many did. quality
3: starts you have?
2: Yeah, and that's what we're talking. The about. wins
0: didn't matter in basketball either. Yeah, at least in the regular season. But here they are, the Bucks, <laughs> led by Giannis. <laughs> two two. It's a wide open series. Wide open with Dixie checks, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm—I don't know if it's going to go to seven, but I—it feels like it is.
2: Yeah. Well, the Bucks, the for the Suns have to get it together. We can't have like we've got forty. We've got game explosion.
0: three. Booker oh. only has ten Bruce points. Paul then needs to get it together.
2: Game four. Chris Paul was horrific. What did I say though? I want to say. What did I say? Now
0: you're saying you're saying guys can't win with this person as your best player. Yeah. We talked we've talked about narratives a lot in these playoffs. Always. Obviously, for Chris Paul and for Giannis, the two like kind of front runner guys mm-hmm. for these narratives, and now here they are both in the finals, what it would mean for each of these individuals to win their first final. Chris Paul blew it tonight. Like Nick was saying, he had he's had fifteen turnovers in the last three games. He had four tonight, one of which in the last two minutes of the game. We're talking about a guy who, in previous years, is heralded as one of the best clutch time players which means in the last five minutes of the fourth quarter, when it's a six, I think a six point differential or less, he's statistically one of the best clutch players ever. But last year against the the Rockets in game seven, he had a crucial turnover and he does it again here. Like we're watching you like a hawk. You got it. You got it. It wasn't,
3: it wasn't like a turnover that, you know, okay. He turned the ball over. It was a bad turnover. Yeah. Like,
0: right. Like he just
2: lost the handle of the that ball.
0: resulted in the with a, a Chris Middleton fast break
2: layup and won. That, that didn't was, get called. That didn't get called. Yeah, that was almost. Oh, got it, was, oh it was a timeout. Almost got called. That was the one hundred three ninety nine. Almost got called. Um, yeah, but there, there were two fast break
0: defensive plays that Devin Booker made that were not called. That should have been fouls and would have been his. I don't 6, know why 000.
2: he was doing that either. And also, let me say this. On top of all of that, I, I listen. I hate to be like braggadocious because people on the radio don't know how many times they have gotten things wrong in the past in all three hundred forty plus of our podcast. Clean episodes. slate. Clean slate. I think I did say. It's totally plausible that they can kind of go back and forth one having a bad game and the other having a bad game, and this is what's happened. That's the thing about playoff basketball, and it was
0: something that the Bucks have dealt with as well. You can't you have to have from your best players, they mm-hmm. have to be good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: then one of them's gonna be great. Right. Right. But you can't be bad. And that's what Chris Paul was tonight, and that's what Devin Booker wasn't
2: game. And two.
3: then you look on the other side of it, and Chris Middleton and Giannis both played great.
2: Yeah. I mean, Middleton had a 40 piece. Can we okay he put up a lot of shots? He didn't shoot that well, but yeah, a couple questions though. Yeah, he did put up a lot of shots.
3: Maybe a couple of answers. We'll see.
2: Uh thank you, Nick. Uh let me ask you this though. Is it plausible if the Suns win in seven, but Giannis continues to play like this, that he wins the finals MVP, even though his team has lost. Is that possible? Is that possible? No, no. Because
0: the same thing happened. Has it ever happened before? That's I'm why I'm looking it up. That's why Iguodala won MVP because their team won. Because their team won. Because LeBron James was yeah. very clearly the best Would player. Would have been
2: LeBron. Yeah, I, I. Someone's done it. I knew someone has done it. Okay, just like no once, way. just once in NBA history in 1969 has the Finals MVP been awarded to a player on the losing team? It was the Bucks. When, it was the Bucks, wasn't it? No, that was... Was it the next year? Bucks won in 71. By the way, all the guys were at the Bucks game Wednesday night. Um, Kareem, Big O, all those boys were there. Kind of swag. Um, Chris Tucker was there too. Okay. Shout out to his family. Shout out to Chris Tucker's family. And shout out to Rush, Rush Hour, Hour 2, 2. It's the which, best one. Best one. Is it, which is one of the movies. It's a rare movie that two is better than one. I actually have a couple of those. Godfather, Hangover. Well,
3: isn't Rush Hour 2 in Hong Kong? Is that why? Yes. Because the Rush right. Hour 1's in LA. Correct. Yes. I mean, when they go overseas. Yeah, it's game over.
2: Uh, Ricky Tan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh,
3: Ricky Tan is the baddest villain of all
2: time. Yes. Is he? We, I, I, that's a hot take. That is a scorcher. Of a no, thing. but there's an excellent
0: <laughs> moment where Jackie is running. Are you Ricky up. Tan? Are you Ricky Tan? You're Ricky Tan. Chris Tucker is so funny. Yeah, he's so he, funny. He's amazing. When He's singing Michael Jackson. Tito is what we had for breakfast last <laughs> yesterday. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, no, I, Ricky Tan's not the guy with the with the blonde hair though. Juntao. That's that's in Rush Hour 1. Juntao.
0: Juntao, yeah. yeah, He was a bad man. Well, he's the fake Juntao. Yeah.
2: yeah. He's a beast. Um, Okay, but anyway, who's the guy? Who's the player that's won the finals MVP? Do you want the team? Sure. Lakers.
3: Uh,
2: Famous (laughs) nickname. Worthy? Worthy. No. Famous nickname. Worthy was not even on the lake. wasn't drafted then. Later, later. He was later. later, later. Mikan? Mikein? No. That's too, that's He's still I mean, relevant in basketball today. Baylor? No, relevant.
3: Is he the logo? Yes,
2: he is, Nicholas. J- Jerry West. J- Jerry? Yes, Nick, the logo. Yeah, Jerry West against the Celtics, lost in seven. He wins finals MVP. I look this up. We're young by the way. We're That's young. why that took a while. We're a bunch of We're young 16. We're 16. <laughs> We're 16. That was still that be That could be one of my favorite moments of all. We told Bill Walton who had asked it. Bill Bill Walton's like, "How old are you guys? 16." When we interviewed Bill Walton on our podcast. He believed just, it. He bought we, it. We, we and then he continued yes. to ask
3: us if we had kids. <laughs> we said yes. He said, uh, "Nick, do you have kids?" And I said, "No, I'm I'm 16. I don't have kids yet." And He goes, "Okay, well you'll you'll know how to answer that question when you have kids of your own and the question I asked him if if MJ MJ or LeBron was better. better. Yeah, that
2: was the question. Um, But when I looked up, hey, losing, losing team and Finals MVP, the first headline that comes up is, could Giannis win even if the Bucks lose? He's playing that well. I don't think it's possible.
0: I don't. I don't know who the Lakers played in '69,
3: but the Suns have had. They have clear. There's clear guys on that roster that are deserving if they win this series.
0: I I completely agree. Like. Devin Booker, Booker put, put up 40 today. Yeah, he put up no, 42 just, points. If he has another bad an away game. game and he shot
2: if, over 50%. I'm saying if he has a bad game. Is all. Okay. And that was the, that. team, by the way, with the Celtics, they beat. Um, player code, Jackie Moon was on the team. Bill Russell. Uh, <laughs> the OG Jackie Moon. They had Sam Jones. They have um, so that team, that Great team, team all around. Yeah, it's a great team all around. Um, do we, so do you are you still in on the Suns? Because before we were ever. I like, am. Everyone like Kendrick Perkins is well, like blowing the entire If you're Suns looking team. at
3: it from the way that we just talked about it where no road team has won, they've got two in Phoenix. So Yeah. I also think that they're a more complete team. So and this was a close game. They had to lead the entire game until the end. I so think, I think the Suns still got it.
0: I don't expect another epic collapse from Chris Paul.
3: No. This is a this is a look in the mirror and
0: Get you got to dig deep. Together. You yeah. got to dig deep here. Um
2: you can't lose the next one. I game. knew
0: I knew that's, they were going to lose trouble. one in Milwaukee. But you have to give Milwaukee tons of credit because they played a really great game Their fans tonight. fans are electric too. They have a yeah, outstanding atmosphere. Now you're going back to talking stick. You're it's, intimidated by the Milwaukee outside toss. It's crazy how many people they bring on Deer Street.
2: I would love to be there. Should we rip it? <laughs> Is that in <laughs> for for, game for, for game 6? Yeah, when is that? Uh,
3: like in a week? Saturday. Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Saturday
2: is game five. Should we Lines up? right now. Oh, betonline.ag. If you're going AG. to betonline.ag, yeah, bet nice. which
0: which you should if you're going to put any we're bets. We're sponsored by. Mm-hmm. That we are, Nick. Milwaukee plus four. Okay. Suns minus four. Uh, Milwaukee to win, plus 160. The over is 218 and a half.
3: I don't like it.
2: The over sketch.
3: I think I would take the under and I would take Suns. To minus win. four.
2: I would take him to win. I would take minus four spread. So none there of haven't th- been a lot of close games. That's in the, the thing.
3: None of these games have been a four point game, and that's usually what the line has been. This four, game five and a
2: half. This was game was night. six points,
0: but it was a four point. Like, yeah, you get free throws at the end. Like this was a very. But close that's game. what we're playing with
2: nowadays. We're playing with major free throws at the end. They, they were free. They were like t- they were tagging them until the end of time. Yeah, literally the end of time. I mean, it was I like two seconds left. I'm a little.
0: I'm a little bit disappointed that like we didn't get a I won a last second shot in the finals like can we get oh, that we will and Chris Paul he blew it because that turnover I I they get it's... a two, they get a stop on defense they get one extra shot to either tie it or win the game that's what I want but again Giannis made a, a tremendous play uh, defensively and then Chris Paul just had a flub
2: right the basketball gods are giving us this they were like okay the games aren't very close but we're seeing good basketball out of our stars here and there from the Suns yep. I and we're revving up to a game seven where we're going to see a crazy closeout. I mean, like, look, the Warriors versus the Cavs, that closeout was biblical. Yeah. I think we could get something along those lines. I do
0: think, especially for how many people have poo-pooed both of these teams for being in the finals because yeah. they weren't necessarily the two teams that were supposed to be here, right? It was supposed to be the Lakers and the Nets or the Clippers if they had had a healthy Kawhi, yeah. the Nuggets if they had had Murray. Like, And I do believe that if... If the Nets had Harden and Durant, they would be here and they would be winning the series without very Kyrie. Easy, very easily. Yes. Yeah. Not, none of that matters, though, because what happened happened. Here we are. Same it thing if Kawhi me, was healthy,
3: too. I believe that if Kawhi was healthy, they would also win I series. believe that if Kawhi were
0: healthy and James Harden and Kevin Durant ran into the Clippers, they would destroy it. Like, I, I just think the Nets were that good with both of them healthy.
2: Yeah. I mean, if they had all three of those guys, they would have buzzsawed everybody. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. They would have hacksawed Jim Duggan, but they didn't, and that was the issue we said with that team. You need everyone to be healthy. If you're, if you look, if you were building a table, like obviously they played less than fifteen games together. Mm-hmm. Building a lot of tables. Yeah, well, I've built a lot of tables, including the one that we were sitting around right now.
1: you uh, helped. Okay.
2: <laughs> Nicky did help. Uh, if we build a table, and all the table, it's a nice table, but it's just got four legs, and that's all. And one of the legs goes down. The table's screwed. Now, if you have all the accoutrements on the table, like the like the other layers, like you know, like the cubby areas, like other stuff holding it up, the stain, the stain, like the lacquer, the la- And I'm just saying, like the you know, like the different layers that keep it together. If one of those layers goes down, okay, you still have other things holding the table together. Yeah. Now you could have the nicest table in the world. One of those legs goes down, you're in trouble. That's what's happened to the Nets. Right. And it's and honestly, you well, don't know if they'll get. Forget that.
0: Forget about the Nets. Okay, so we're we're here. Where it's two two. Sense? Does it
2: kind of feel like?
0: We're talking about bringing back those narratives that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul, Devin Booker as well, Monty Williams, Budenholzer not being a great coach. I feel like that's been a narrative the entire playoffs. It always is, right? And here he is. Mm-hmm. Giannis taking the step up, becoming this elite player. Um, even after winning two finals MVPs, I think, or two regular season MVPs, what he's done in the finals and in the playoffs has been epic. Absolutely epic. It feels like, the biggest story here, like you said, like if they lose the Bucks, can he still win finals MVP? It feels like his story, his narrative is superseding Chris Paul, the Suns, to me at least. Now that they've won these these last two games, and it could just be a little bit of recency bias, but like I don't know. I he, well, because yeah. he's been the best player in the series, he's been the best player
2: in the world for like a period of time. There's the a last of he, It feels like to me that it's gonna mean more. It means the NBA. At first at first glance, everyone's like, oh, we need Chris Paul to win. Chris Paul's like done so much for the NBA, which he has, yeah. obviously, on and off the court. And Chris Paul is one of everyone's favorite players. We want him to win, yada, yada, yada. It's cool for Phoenix. The point, God. It matters most for the NBA if the Bucs win. If the Bucks win, that means they get an international player, the face of international basketball, arguably, winning the finals. They get a team... Who's a mid-market? Yeah, Luca, hey, Lucas. That's, that's why I said arguably. Right. They get a mid-market team winning the NBA Finals. Yeah, they get teams though. Yeah, but they lock. Listen, Chris Paul's done with, soon.
0: With a guy that Chris Paul's done soon, with a guy that showed team loyalty
2: to sign with stay. the team and he'll stay. The thing
3: is, I think Giannis is going to get another opportunity. I think this is Chris Paul's only shot.
2: He could leave though. He could leave and go somewhere. If he loses now, he could leave and go somewhere.
3: Giannis is so young. He's got plenty of time to win a championship. But they want but that to first take one...
0: The, the first one is always the most meaningful. It's the
3: most elusive,
0: too. Yeah, of course. Like, look how long for it took sure. Le, Look how long it took LeBron to get. Forever. Yeah. Forever. So what this could mean for... Dirk? The legacy... Too. The yeah. legacy of Giannis going forward, because we've kind of... For a lot of us, looking at him critically, it's kind of been a plateau, right? Like, where he won those MVPs, but, like, we knew he couldn't get it done in the playoffs. If he can... All time, like all time, conversations. Like he has to start jumping up on guys. He has to start climbing the he's rungs. Still
2: behind Harden. Yeah, he's Ooh. still
0: behind. If he if he Harden's wins one, a better player. No, 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 no. If he wins one, Giannis is
2: a better player than James Harden. He's got
0: two MVPs and a Finals MVP and, and a championship player,
2: and defensive player of the year. Yeah, Nick.
3: LeBron was twenty eight when he won his first.
0: Championship. And Giannis is twenty six. Right.
2: Look, it, it's but it matters. LeBron's the, got four now. They want Giannis to win because Giannis. They want Giannis to be the face. It is so or, huge or for the global market. Whatever. It's so huge for the global market if Giannis wins. The global market's clearly look. Who is who's the MVP this year? I forget. Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. Yeah, it's hilarious answer. Foreign guy. Cover of two K. Luca. Foreign guy. Yeah. Look! Look! They they want to. You got to go global on, on the heels of two.
0: USA you go losses as
2: well you foreign, foreign guys Foreign guys You gotta go global here You gotta think globally And I think it's important For the Bucks I think it's a great point I think the narrative Now has to shift to Like Giannis becoming Potentially the face Of the NBA
3: I uh, Trust me I'm so on board With him being the face And I understand The whole global thing But at the same time Like it is Greece You know It's a smaller country Like if it's like Whoa Wow <laughs> If it's like China Then that's something different I feel like wow. But I feel like Nick. I feel like it's not that big of a deal.
0: Well, Nick. No, I mean I do think he's we have okay. a, probably one of your no, boys, no, 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 not dude. It's I think it's less about he's <laughs> he's Greek obviously, but he also his family is from Nigeria. Mm. Okay, that helps. He's a black international athlete, which right. I think that that is really really important. True. And for him to come over and do what he's been able to do and like assimilate with American culture so well. And take a team like Milwaukee
2: and he's a in a city guy. like
0: Milwaukee. He's a great guy. He's a family guy. He's got his brother on the team. You see him with his brothers and his mom all the time. It like worked for Steph.
2: Like Steph being the face of the NBA for a bit of time was awesome.
0: Yeah, and Katie I, ruined it. There's the thing about the NBA now is that there, it's such a star driven league. Yeah, that there are multiple guys that are going to be the driving force of the league. Right. of course, sure. a good point. And we've got Kevin Durant who's going to be around for a little bit longer. Luca Steph as well. You've got guys like Tatum and Mitchell and Booker. Yeah, these young these young guns, Trey Young Trae as well, young. like all these guys. Like, sorry for not mentioning anyone, but uh, John Moran. yeah, Lillard and ja and There's tons of
2: guys can, that, that people can gravitate towards.
3: Can Giannis be the next LeBron though?
2: He's the he's Shaq. He's Shaq minus like the the attitude. He is Shaq. And a better he just, shooter. He just really is Shaquille O'Neal. He's got he's got he's got Shaq with like a a post like a semi post fade kind of. He shoot threes. bro he's a no. He's yes he can but not great but
3: he shouldn't how many threes did shaq make in his career no shaq one maybe
2: i think it's like one or something Uh, like that he stinks he stinks we never shot him yeah he didn't have to no
0: i mean i think the kind of the distinct well shaq obviously is as far as like physical presence that both these guys are their physicality is out of this world but shaq had like Seventy pounds on him. I mean, he's just like when that guy drops down, yeah. guys, they moved out of the way. But I
3: mean, I feel like Giannis has the speed aspect in I the, mean, it's, for in,
0: sure, in, the in the modern faster. NBA. Like you don't have to be seventy pounds more than a guy. Like
3: his length, right? That's honestly going to hurt you if you're that big. I feel like, right? yeah. yeah.
2: There's there's guys. He's he just so good. He's he
0: just so good defensively,
2: though. Like, like we Eli just Juan He's so quick. He's good, long and quick and athletic. Can guard. Smalls, like people forget Elijah one was like not seven, like not that, not as big as people thought. But
3: my, my point being is he's won two MVPs. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't won his championship yet. Right. This is pending and he's 26 years old. Right. If he gets that ring by 28, which is on the same pace that LeBron was on. And let's say he ended up leaves Milwaukee. Right. And goes to a super team or links up with another superstar or something. Mm -hmm. He could, he could have a similar career to LeBron. Hmm. Very similar. Yeah. No, totally. Similar I mean, career, yeah. it's not, you know, out of the question that he's going to win multiple more MVPs. No, he could. He, he, had a, he, had a great, he
2: had a great year this year.
3: How many defensive player of the year has he won? One. He's
2: got one, right? One. One. Yeah. But he was
3: all NBA defensive
0: team every, this year. Every
2: time he is. He's all NBA defensive team every single time. I think
0: statistically, I mean, LeBron's longevity obviously is something. That not many guys are are going to be able to do, if any at all, Mm -hmm. uh, throughout their entire career. He also just, from a basketball IQ standpoint, it's just, he's got 20, 20 more points of basketball IQ than Giannis does. What he can do as a playmaker, like, I don't think Giannis can lead the league in assists.
2: No, I mean Le- no. LeBron is no the chance. Yeah, but I think. The- well, he had
3: nine tonight, right? Eight tonight,
2: right? Eight, he No, eight. he's a great passer. He's got great. He's got great vision. He's a great passer. Yeah, that's for sure. I would. I mean,
0: they still have a lot. What I'm learning from this is, if he wins, that is going to help him for his claim to being considered with all the legendary greats that we mm-hmm. talk about all the time. Also, yeah, this could be done again because the Bucks still have moves to be made. Because we're just getting back to the point that like Giannis is like he's doing it all like not by himself because obviously Middleton, Middleton had forty points tonight. True but like
2: holidays in and out.
0: Pat Conniston's playing thirty minutes. Like he no, shouldn't Dita be Janko. doing that. Brook Lopez only can play fifteen minutes because like the the Suns are playing him off the court. Portis. Yeah, you don't have yeah, you've got Bobby Portis, like you've got Jeff Teague. They need more help and they can still get more help. And maybe that maybe this could be the next dynasty.
2: Could be. In Milwaukee. All right. It's a, it's a good question to leave the people on. Yeah. We're the Charity Stripe. We'll be right back after these brief messages. <laughs> We're back, baby. Again, it's the Charity Stripe. Pitch free throws. Cuz they they're for real. I'm Joshua Fisher, along with Alexander Tisopoulos and San Diego's own Nicholas Snacks Crider. All-star game happened this weekend, or this week. Baseball back in full swing. Uh, great all-star week. I really enjoyed that. It was a fun one.
3: The home run derby was definitely the most electric I've seen in a long time. Actually, uh, just in my recent memory. I think the best one that I saw was the Josh Hamilton year where he was hitting at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, he like. But this one them, I think man. trumped it.
2: Yeah. This first of all, I think what Alonzo's doing for it, trying to elevate himself as the home run king. Obviously, he wants that crown for like the home run derby. Well, he wants to take down Griffey, getting, yeah. getting three of them. Getting three. But also, but that's like what it used to be in like the eighties and nineties in like the early 2000s in the dunk contest cool. when that was so popular. The other
3: thing is, though, he's making more money off the home run derby this year just winning it than his
2: than his salary is this year. That's also true. He makes a mill and his salary is not a mill. I mean, there's, there's, so
3: there's a yeah. pretty big incentive for a guy who's on a rookie deal.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now, I, I think if you go across the board, though, it's like Alonzo wins it again. Now he's back-to-back champ because they didn't have it last year. Alonzo's back-to-back champ. But in the mix also was Soto. Who's a superstar? Mancini. Mancini, who has a great story. Mm -hmm. You have Story himself, who's the hometown guy. They always have a hometown guy in there. It's going to LA next year. So it's going to LA. Bellinger's you, in it. Bellinger's going to do it. You best believe. I will be. Tatis f- will be in it for sure. He, he
3: said he wanted to go against Alonso. They interviewed him after the Home Run Derby. They said, "What, what do you think?" He goes, "Yeah, I, I think I'll I'll take him on next year." Yeah, you see now. He's I didn't. In it. I was so out on him this year just because of the fact that he's already been injured a couple of times. Yeah, these the guys are fine. Earlier in the season, he had yeah. that that swing that took him out for a couple of, I guess like a week or so, but. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't have your superstar in the home run derby if he's had multiple injuries in one season. Like let him let him get a full healthy season under his belt. If he's healthy next season,
2: let him go after it. It's great for the baseball narrative. It almost,
0: yeah, it almost makes for a better story too. Right.
3: I believe that he like I'm not just saying this as a Padres fan. I think he could beat Alonso.
2: Maybe that guy put up thirty five. Dude, Perez put up twenty eight in know. the first round and crazy. lost.
3: It's crazy. He had the second most in the oh, first okay. round.
2: Okay, so my father, for those listeners who don't know, is a Mets fan. Was in Iceland on vacation. Missed it. Missed it. <laughs> he had just landed today, and I called him. I'm like, dude, do you watch? Do you get to watch? He goes, no, no. We like no phones. Like we were just kind of really <laughs> out there. And I was like, you missed the polar bear. I go, how you go? How many hit? I go in the first round. I Go thirty five. He goes, oh, I'm freaked out on the phone. It's crazy. It's crazy thirty. They
3: shattered the over under on yeah. home runs. It was it was two hundred and fifty three and a half or. Yeah, yeah, I think it was two hundred fifty-three and a half was the over under on home runs. They cruise out like the they first took that. round. Actually, did I? I think it was two thirty-five or 233. fifty-three. I'll, I'll figure it out. Figure but out regardless, they, they crushed it. Yeah. They crushed it before the finals even went down.
0: Well, the Shohei was the number one seed, yeah. and he swung against Soto in the first like matchup. Yeah, and that went to a swing off,
2: biblical, which Soto went three for three,
0: which was unbelievable. And everyone praises him as being. One of the clutchest hitters in the MLB
2: already at such a young age. Dude, he's like my favorite
0: hitter.
3: 235 and a half was the over-under. They hit over 300.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're talking about a guy. Soto is a guy who's like not even, like he's obviously he's got a ton of pop. Yeah. He's but the not way, known for pop. But the power. way he swings. He's a five-tool player. The way he swings is not, it's it's a line drive swing. It's not meant to get the balls out of the park like Pete Didn't, Peter he, didn't
3: he have the longest home run though? He did. He had, had five
0: eighteen. I he, think five twenty. He he's the on base king. He also did what Acuna did in twenty nineteen, where he
2: was hitting the ball
3: all. I was tremendously
0: in
2: impressed. Well,
3: him. I like the approach of going off, like just going with your pitch and going right. all around the field. Well, you
2: well, have talking to, about if you're, if you're a lefty as well, that wall is so tough yeah. in Colorado. Yeah. I, yeah. I, right. I mean, he has
3: the advantage for sure. We sure. talk about going
0: Story with the pitch. Said. Pete Alonso's pitching. Uh, the guy that was pitching to Jouz. him, Jazz. Jazz You Bees. look at you look at the like radar, like the strike zone where he hit. Boom, electric. Every time. He was the money.
3: Yeah. I mean, like. Oh, it's, it's, trust me, it's about your power, but it's also 50% about your pitching, too. For sure. Like, if you have a total pitcher, then you're screwed.
0: My only knock on him was that, he didn't, he was, he was pretty slow.
3: I kind of feel like that's, yeah, well, he was slow. And I, that's why I was kind of worried. Well, I had Mancini and I was worried for Mancini, but at the same time, I was kind of confident because the pace of Mancini's pitcher was so much different than the pace of Alonzo's pitcher. Nearly but double. the thing is, the the percentage that Alonzo was hitting those balls out, he hit like five in a row to end it. right? Yeah, he got into that extra minute and he only like 17 But I think part of the seconds. reason why Otani got knocked out in the first round is because his pitching wasn't great.
2: Pitching wasn't great. Oh, yeah. Tani, like, You know what got worrisome for me, honestly, when the home run derby gap? It was after he recorded last week. It came out that he hasn't taken BP, and obviously he's, he had a great first round.
3: Right. He hasn't like, taken BP all year. That's March.
2: That's kind of like worrisome to me. I don't know why, because it is like a BP. Well, it's a different
3: event. style of hitting, right? Yeah, like right. He, it didn't look like his his usual swing. Yeah. He, I think he's used to hitting 90, 95 I think he prefers ninety five hundred mile per hour fastballs.
2: Oh, a lot of these guys prefer the fastball. That's right, like Park City, Utah. Right. But I think it's great though for the league now because you have all of a sudden the home run derby is this thing because Alonzo's brash, Alonzo's loud, Alonzo's New York one of the new york teams if you yeah. don't think the yankees who are now like after spending all this money after all this promise are worse than the mets right now if you don't think aaron judge is sitting there going okay it's in los angeles next year i need Dodger to be in it stage, he's got to be in it
3: yeah or stanton one of
0: the two it's got to be one of them it's got to be alonzo, alonzo back, back to- guerrero's got to be in it too. Yes, they'll you gotta want
3: gotta put maybe Tat- jd tatis. tatis devers maybe
2: i mean uh I don't know if any of the Sox guys, I would like it. I think I, it's
3: got to be all the big market teams. Yeah. It's got to gotta get, be the biggest. Yeah, market. it's got
2: to be the big sneak, market, like one kid. Like guys. Just yeah. the
0: big personalities. We need all the guys yeah. that we know mash in there.
1: Yeah. Acuna.
0: Acuna. Acuna if he's healthy, him back in healthy. there. Yeah. I yeah. mean,
2: for sure, though, a Bellinger versus Tatis versus Alonzo versus Vladdy Jr. versus Judge, those five got to be in it. You probably have to get one of like the mid mid-market team guys in there like it's the, it, the, having olsen and perez in there is like good for those like it's good to just round it out like that yeah if there could be a guy that's out there mashing i'm trying to think off the top of my head like, i mean like look obviously the rangers are slightly above mid-market but Gallo's out there mashing if you right. have another guy that's out there mashing next year honestly
3: like, i'd like to see harper in there
2: harper would be fun dude and the phillies could use it honestly white Sox. Couple well, guys there, Lloyd Jimenez. If he's Jimenez back, could be yeah, good. Jimenez would be sweet. He's a young. He's like the guy. He's like the forgotten guy right now. He could. He was a silver slugger last year in the shortened season. Mm-hmm. Um, so much fun though. It's better than the All Star Game. Is it better than the three point shootout? I think the three point shootout is electric. I think the Homer derby is the best event in terms of all All Stars. I had the. You guys so know sure me. I'm a game. basketball guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was the most fun of any All Star event I think I've witnessed in a, in a while.
3: People go nuts, too. Like, when Alonzo hit one, me and my roommate were talking about this, it's not like you're normal, like, oh, you don't run. It was like, a, oh, God, this is disgusting. Like, we're going next the year. Different, it's a different, like, fanatic out there. It's just so, it's so different. I, I love the, like, the
0: game that the announcers play, the broadcasters play while they're, and sometimes they'll be like, nah, it's not out, and it just, like, and it is. Yeah. Or they're like, nah, I don't they're know like, if that, that's
1: that's
3: 18 up oh, 19 up oh, like before it even lands. You're
0: like, like having a hard time because of the clock. Well, too. they
3: changed it too. They it used to be whenever the land what the ball lands is when you can take your next swing. Now yeah. you can just take your next swing after you're done swinging, right? Yeah. Which is great. That's why I added so many more home runs. And I think that's utilizing the timeout in, in the middle right. of it. Do you guys exactly. remember
2: the OG? Like you had 10 outs
3: that sucked that's, that's when it was boring I mean yeah. it was never really boring well no but, but like, that it forces guys you're taking pitches though,
2: right we were taking pitches
3: at the slower pace but also and, like, like Otani oh, would have been done yeah he would have been done oh yeah
2: you guys had like four guys that had four home runs because yeah. they, they had the 10 outs quickly I mean that's like honestly yeah, it's, the, it's once you catch your groove that's all it is the Abreu session the Hamilton session those sessions still always impressed because I was the 10
1: out yeah. yeah Bobby Abreu one nuts
2: yeah.
0: you know who, that was the a, Abreu too because it was like Again, he was kind of like Soto. Like he wasn't just a pure pop guy, right? He was a guy that always he was swinging. a lot of
2: bombs over four hundred, right? But no way, I don't even think he's over three. Really? I'm fact he was, sure. I got the fact check. Of he
0: was right. at least, for my opinion, he was an average guy. Like he was just like you're hitting three You're hitting three seventeen. Like two eighty eight. Yeah.
2: He's got right. a two ninety one. He got a two eighty. He, he's 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 never hit more than forty home runs. He won on the Phillies. I thought um, he hit
0: more home runs in that night than he ever did in one season. I think he ended with oh, like 42 or total, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Total. He's, he's, you he's, know who else? And sim- similar kind of thing. Miguel Tejada, was Tejada great. had a great one too, and yeah. he was never that was the same year. Good, good pop for a shortstop at that time, obviously, but not like yeah. league
2: leading pop. Okay, ready for this crazy stuff? Just where I'm now, I'm like stat junkie right now. I need to break this out. In 2004, Bobby Abreu scored 118 runs. Okay, he had 47 doubles, 30 home runs. 105 ribbies stole 40 bases, batted 301, and his on-base percentage was four twenty eight. What place did he come in in the NL MVP voting? What year was this? 2004. Think of that stat. Fifth. One. Seventh. Twenty-third. What? No way. How ridiculous is that? Oh my the, god! That's the steroid error. Was that one of Barry? won. that's like Barry's last year winning when he's thirty nine oh and his on base percentage was six hundred. You're saying over twenty guys had better seasons than he did, including your boy Mark Loretta. That is crazy. And, I mean, dude, like you have guys out there like Clemens. You have Eric Gagne who's cheating. You had, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, they're all cheating. <laughs> I mean, you guys had insane years that year. I mean, that is ridiculous. I don't know why Steve Finley and Moises Alou are getting more love than him, but like that was like the case. Like, Juan Pierre finished ahead of him. What realm? How many oh, bases Pierre. did he? Seventy. I got lied. B, Juan Pierre still forty-five bases in two twenty-one. Forty-five bases. If, you, ask, if you had asked me when we started this thing if I would ever mention Juan Pierre's name, like toss, like you started this new game you like to play, will he be relevant in ten years? There is no way in my mind. I thought
0: ten years. Juan, Juan Pierre is done in ten years.
2: Dude, I thought he'd be done five years ago. Yeah. I love a good Pierre reference. He was <laughs> a speed demon, he man. Was a, he was a speed demon. He was the man. Yeah, he was the man. You know my favorite. Fo- Who's your favorite Marlon ever? Uh, Don.
3: Dontrell. Yeah. Right. He's yeah. Dontrell probably. Yeah. I mean, when That's Gary I mean. was on there, Gary Sheffield was swag. He was. Yeah. Great. I was. I'm always. I'm a big Luis Castillo guy as well. <laughs> so.
2: Luis Castillo is. This is another dated – to Miggy. Miggy with them. Yeah. He. I had a Miggy World Series jersey as a kid. Luis, Alex Gonzalez. Yeah. Luis Castillo. <laughs> Dropped a pop fly at second base for the the Subway Series. Subway Series, series yep. The, I've Mets. never been so I remember that. It was the last out, right? Yeah, last out. And they rounded the bases and they won. Yeah, the I remember watching that. Blasphemous. Oh, I
0: was a big guy. Yeah. When Hanley was there and he was just starting out, that Hanley was a lot Ramirez of fun. Hanley Ramirez
2: was great, man. Yeah. He was good. In the, he really fell man. off. He really fell off hard. I mean, he got fat. <laughs> I am mean, hate to body shame somebody But that's what happened you got, like, Yeah but I mean like Look at the Kung Fu Panda Like he's, he was able to do it With some weight But that, but he always had that weight yeah. When you're playing Like look Jerome Bettis well, Always yes, had that weight When you gain weight you always Like Eddie Lacy Didn't always have that weight Kelvin Benjamin Who's back as a tight end Didn't always have that weight It's different when you have the weight true Did true. Hanley Did he move over to third he moved from short. He played. was DH He was
0: the H in the Sox. Like he. he can't, I mean. I mean. Yeah. He moved to third. Of course, when you're at short, like you have to be able to move around.
2: Like yeah, you got to have he good range. He moved to third. I mean, look, the Sox brought him in, and like he, kind of was just not in the shape he was.
3: Yeah. Let me ask you. What do you think is more difficult for a player to swallow? You think it's more difficult to just be a really average player your entire career, have a nice career or oh, yeah. be a guy like Hanley who was like MVP caliber for a certain amount of years and then completely fall off and suck.
2: It the, the latter. For sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, how many guys do we talk about when they're 21, 23 as just touting them as these like high prospects and then they get to the bigs or they tinker around in the bigs and they kind of peter out. Like they're either they're good, but they're not great. Like yeah. I mean, yeah. even guys like a guy like on the Rangers, like Elvis Andrews has had a great career. Yeah, he's yeah. good. Though. But but when he first came up,
3: oh, he was a huge prospect. He
0: was a massive prospect. And but we he were put talking, a lot for his glove. We were talking about, uh, I mean, we were talking about that he was going to be a top three shortstop, shortstop in the league for the next ten years. Yeah,
2: and like he he's been good, but not great, but not amazing. But it, look, there's first of all, Hanley played first for us. Didn't even play third point at a point. I played one game at third. I had to double check. I didn't play you third. guys look
3: the Red Sox have low key had so many players come through there. Big names. Huge um, names.
2: Brutal. We've had some brutal ones.
3: And like bad contracts.
2: Yeah. Like some bad deal. Like Carl the Crawford, Crawford deal
3: was terrible. Ellsbury, but then he went to the He he went to the Yankees. The Yankees that was
2: a bad deal for them too. Right. I mean a lot of the big deals never work out. Just like from, like, look, the Hamilton deal and the Angels, the Pujols deal with the Angels. Tell you Angels. one that's
3: not working out right now, and it's in San Diego. His Cosmer. name is Eric Cosmer. Dude, I could have told you that would have happened. You, we, I, I, we all Here's the thing, you though. That. Here is the thing. I will say one thing about yeah. the Padres signing Eric Cosmer. Bad deal. You will say the leadership is an aspect, but that opened the door for getting a guy like Manny Machado. I guess. For, <laughs> but you know what? It showed, it showed players that San Diego is willing to spend money on high-level players. And it attracted other high level players if to would come have, over. If
2: you would have offered Manny Machado three hundred mil, it does not change. He that. had
3: other suitors though. The Eric, White Sox did the you same think thing.
2: Eric Hosmer's the, the the guy. It's like okay, we're getting him over. It's a it's a it's like a chess move. Okay. It's a interesting. It's a pawn. Move. You got to move this whatever. You got to move this piece <laughs> to get this piece. Pawn there. It's a bad deal. You I know. It opened deal. the door to
3: let the ownership spend more money. Okay. Pa-
0: pawn sacrifice at a queen's price. That's <laughs> what we'll call that.
3: Okay, I like that. Just what I'm saying is, is Eric Hosmer was the biggest contract that Sandy... First of all, Will Myers was the biggest contract that Sandy was ever given out. Yeah, And then a sad. year or two later... Hosmer was the biggest contract ever given out. And then Manny Machado was the biggest contract. And now Tatis is the biggest contract.
2: Well, look, I will say that... the domino effect. I do think, that though, I don't want to poo-poo the Padres' efforts in the past because there's been times the, going to get Upton, going to get Kimbrell. Yeah, but gone, those are all trades. They've gone for it before. I, gone, know, I know. They've they gone spent, for it, but they
3: weren't spending money. No, they, those are all rentals,
2: right? Look, you have to spend money to make money. The Red Sox, unfortunately, the Carl Crawford deal was like... Crippling. Well, he was crippled. Yeah. Dude, I was at a game and I, I, he was in left field and he threw a ball from left field to first base. And I, like, honestly had the gut reaction. I was like, dude, that looked like me throwing the baseball out there. that was like a lollipop, candy booty throw out from left field. From a guy who, who used to be able to sling. He was he supposed sling. to be a superstar. He was a superstar he was, in, right. in Tampa Bay. Yeah.
3: Speaking of superstars, because yeah. I know we're running out of time, I want to talk about a couple of superstars brought it, to then. you by Sided. Yes. Because our side debate this week yes. is. Is Otani now more valuable than Mike Trout? And your answer is, I think he might be, just because of the fact. So there's there's come there's some factors in here. Trout's yep. getting up there in age; he's yep. twenty nine. I mean, by no means that's old in the MLB, yeah. but Otani is twenty five. Yeah, he could also pitch. He could pitch and he can hit. And I think he's, he's putting 26. up. He could put up numbers. He could. He, he just turned. He just turned twenty six. No, he's yeah, he's, he's twenty seven. Twenty seven, Otani. Was, yeah, okay, 27. he's twenty seven. So I guess it's only two years younger than Trout. Yeah. But regardless, he could also pitch. Right. Which is a whole other aspect. Garrett Cole just got a $300 million contract, right? Like, you're paying for two
2: players. He's not that pitcher, though. He's good. He's not.
3: He's not. He's maybe a $100 million pitcher, though.
2: He still walks. He's got to settle down a little bit. He's the
3: starting pitcher of the AL All-Star team. But
2: he's not the Cy Young winner, though. Lance Lynn, Kyle Gibson. True. He he went three up, three down, though, in the All-Star game. He started the the All-Star game because he's Shohei Otani.
3: Trout also, this is his most serious injury he's ever had.
2: That is very true. Trout also, as much as I like him, is—and you know what? Stephen A. Smith came on air and said whatever he said. It's most important that the face of baseball is exciting— regardless of the nationality, regardless of what language he speaks, the most important, who are the most exciting baseball players? Vlad Guerrero Jr. He doesn't speak much English. Right. Fernando Tatis Jr. His English isn't perfect by any means. Who are these, and these guys are the, who do you want to watch? Those guys. I want to watch the Blue Jays. Dude, people were going
3: crazy when Vlad hit that home run. People were going crazy when Otani came Dude, out there. Dude,
2: Vladdy bombs. Otani is unlike anything we've ever seen. Now does it get to a point where he continues to do this? Are we less and less amazed? Yeah. Kind of similar to the, I saw a tweet, I don't want to take full credit for this, but it's an unbelievable comparison. When Russell Westbrook did the triple-double thing and then he continued to do it time and time again and he just, just never cared anymore about right. it. Is it become like that? It could, but this is so unheard of. It's baseball though. Well, I think it's- everything
0: correlates to Winning at a certain point, right? right? Like we get, we bring a more critical lens when how many pitchers they take. Fantastic the feats happen, and yeah. they don't lend. Angels, they don't lend itself to
3: winning. Angels drafted twenty pitchers in this this last MLB draft. All twenty rounds took a pitcher. They're putting a premium on pitchers here. One of those guys got to pan out, and they want to win
1: well, that's for sure.
2: Dude, look at the, who's the Mets that's starting t- pitching is. You got the best pitcher in baseball, arguably the best pitcher we've ever seen. You got Stroman, who's good. Tywin Walker is an all-star. You have a great one, two, three. Who do they take at the 10th overall pick?
3: A pitcher. Kamar Walker. Rock.
2: Who's ready to go, by the way. Right. Who can pitch, he can pitch next year? He, dude, they go to the playoffs, he can pitch. True. Is that possible? They, they allow that? He's on the team. Nice. You sign the deal, you're on the team. He's done with college. Hmm. College is over. Yeah.
3: I mean, I don't know if you're trusting a
2: college player to the go Royals out there and throw the- Who was the Royals guy that did it? Who was the... Oh, Brandon Finnegan. I think it's Brandon Finnegan for the Royals. I think they traded to to the Reds. Maybe, maybe shame I, will say,
3: I will say Ryan Weathers of the Padres made his debut in the playoffs last year against the Dodgers. So, I mean, it's not unheard of. But he was
2: drafted last year, right? No, he was drafted, I think, two or three years ago. He came out of high school. I think, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm looking it up, so bear with me a hot second. I'm almost positive. I think it was Brandon Finnegan who came in and pitched in the World Series.
3: But what you're saying is pitching's valuable.
2: Yeah, but that's my whole point. And so
3: five. that's, I mean, so you're on board that Otani is more valuable now than Trout,
2: first player. And when I'm
3: saying, hold on, when I'm saying valuable, I'm saying who you're going to get get for, who are you going to get more for on the open trade market. Oh, that's tr- what I'm saying. Value wise, you're, like, you're saying okay. I think it's different to teams. They're, who's more valuable, trade wise? Well, do you you don't think it translates to more wins as well? Like, isn't that, well, that the evaluation well, that that, the well, that GMs also, are yeah, making? Of course. Because pitching war and batting war are different. If you I combine the
2: like, two, I still need to see him do it for a full year. Right. We have the second half to go. That's true. Before I could say that it's more valuable true. in a trade market. More but we valuable also in a, in a visual like hey like a media market. Oh a, yeah. Like tawny. Yeah.
0: We also Trout's know not fun. We also know what Trout has done. Like statistically, it's it's been fantastic. Yeah. But again, I'm going to bring back like has it translated playoff success in a world series zero zero no and you know, it, it translated to fun media success it no. hasn't it
3: hasn't but all at the same time like the angels organization did a terrible job going around him of course it's not just
0: it's Brutal not just contracts yeah. always no always. he's done everything that he could do right
3: yeah. you need pitching but and, it's a, but it's a team game if you put him on another team mm-hmm. I, i'm 75 percent sure that he would have won a championship any other team any dude the royals won a world series they the Royals. Com- they had a
2: complete team. And you know who they won the World Series with? Brandon Eric Cosmer. F- Brandon, <laughs> Eric Cosmer. And we'll close on Brandon Finnegan. And Alex Gordon. Who? And Alex Gordon, who's the only player in the history of baseball to pitch in the college and MLB World Series in the same year. You know who else saw that team? Wow.
3: Yeah. James Shields. And you know who James Shields netted the Padres? That was ridiculous. Daniel Tatis Jr. It is
2: one of the worst trades. It is probably one of the worst trades in the history of sports, honestly. I think I'll go down. People look at that trade and be like, what crack was anyone smoking? All right, we're the Charity Stripe. Uh, we outshadow. We love you. Hit your free throws. Because they're free. Thank you for joining us. Please catch the Charity Stripe every Thursday at 6 p.m. On the mightier 1090 a.m. SoCal Sports Talk.